Thank you, Pat. You're giving me this opportunity to share this with these people. First of all, I want to thank those that came as a result of a telephone call. I really appreciate you doing that. And I trust that God will richly reward you and bless you. I'm going to ask you to do this. I'm going to ask you to get a piece of paper. The back of the bulletin, I think, has a place to write notes from messages. I don't like to call them sermons. I like to call them messages. Thus saith the Lord. That sounds good, doesn't it? Thus saith the Lord. And I want to give you this outline that God gave me. Years ago, I was a missionary to the military in Washington, D.C. It was sponsored by the Christian Businessmen's Committee of Washington, D.C., and they rented a, a second floor flat where servicemen could come and get uh, free food. Had uh, sandwiches and had uh, uh, Kool-Aid and not a whole lot of expensive stuff, didn't have the money for that. But they would come, they could play ping pong or shuffleboard, and uh, then we would sit down at a table and share with them the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we had the privilege of seeing many, many servicemen between the ages of 17 and 25 make a profession of faith in the Lord. It was a wonderful, wonderful ministry. And uh, we closed down about, nine, uh, about 11 o'clock at night. And so one night I got a phone call that my son had had somebody stick a coat hanger in his eye. And my father-in-law was uh, there. I don't know if he came down or if he was there when it happened, but they took him to the hospital and they admitted him into the hospital and the doctor said that he would have to have surgery. And boy, was I mad. I mean, I, I was mad. I was angry with God and I just fussed with God. Why did you let this happen? And I was really angry and I got home and I took my Bible and I went into my son's bedroom and put the Bible on the floor, I mean on the bed, and I got down and I started to pray. And I was praying, I was just really fussing with God. Can you imagine a dumb thing like me fussing with God Almighty? Well, I was doing that. That's how dumb I am. And, and after, after a while, God gave me a verse. Now, I didn't give it out loud, but I had memorized a lot of Bible verses, and God gave me this reference. And I want you to write this reference down. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. And I said, I know that verse. That's pray without ceasing. And, that, and then God impressed upon me again, 1 Thessalonians 5.18. And I read it, and it wasn't pray without ceasing. It said, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And I said out loud, thanks for what? Thanks for what? Just as, just as upset with God as a person could be. Thanks for what? Thanks for what? And then I remembered something that a, a man said when they sent the first man to the moon. He said it on television. I think it was Rex Humbard. And he said this, if God is good enough to trust for our eternal soul, God is good enough to trust for our life. And so I said to God, thank you. I wasn't thankful. My, my uh, 
thankful tank was as dry as the, the Sahara Desert. But I said, thank you. And then I said, thank you again. And then I said, thank you again. And I said, thank you for this eye injury. And I said, thank you again. And I said, thank you. I said, thank you that this happened. I said, thank you. But I wasn't thankful. And then all of a sudden, something happened to me. I began to be thankful. Now, don't ask me to explain that. I cannot explain that. But I became thankful. And when my attitude toward God changed, God gave me another verse. He gave me John, write this down, 16, 24. John 16, 24. And that verse reads, Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. And I said, God, please heal his eye. Please heal his eye. And when I said that, God gave me another verse. 1 John chapter 5, verse 13. 1 John chapter 5, verse 13. Now, I knew verses 10 down through 12 because I used them when I witnessed to servicemen. 1 John chapter 5, verse number 10 says, He who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. He who does not believe has made God a liar because he believed not that the testimony that God has given his Son. Now, I knew in my heart that I believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. I knew that I believed in him. Verse number 11 says, And this is the testimony that God has given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that has the Son has life, and he who does not have the Son has not life. I knew those verses, but verse 13 wasn't as familiar. So I took the Bible and I opened the Bible, and this is what I read in verse 13. Now don't forget, he said in John 16, 24, that you have it. And it says this in verse number 13. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that you have eternal life, and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us, and we know <clears throat> that he hears us whatsoever we ask. We know that we have the petitions that we have in him. And when I read that verse of Scripture, I was spent. I was spent. I was all out of prayer. I don't know how long I had been in that room praying. Maybe an hour or half an hour. I don't know. Time didn't mean anything. So I got up and I went and I got into bed. Now Nancy was laying in bed and she was crying. And I, and I said to Nancy, have you... Have you given thanks? And she said to me, thanks for what? And I told her, I said, man, I've just been through that. <laughs> well, the next morning we went to the doctor. We went to the hospital. 
Now, Nancy is much, much better at handling these kind of situations than I am. There's a song that says, I go to pieces. Well, that's what I do. I go to pieces. I just don't have that kind of constitution. And Nancy went into the doctor's office, and I sat out in the waiting room right outside the office with Tammy. I had Tammy on my lap, and I was listening to what they were saying back there. And the doctor said to Nancy, operation. That's, that's the word I heard. He said a lot more, but I didn't hear that. But I heard operation, and I said out loud, you failed, talking to God. You failed. Well, here comes Nancy and the doctor walking out of the office, and they're walking out towards the thing. So I fell in behind them, and the doctor was saying to Nancy, I can't understand it, but something happened during the night, and his eye closed up tight, and he will not need an operation. And I said to the doctor, Doctor, it was uh, the Lord, the Lord. He said, I don't want to hear it. When I said to God, you failed, God closed that door. If I would have believed, I could have witnessed to that doctor. But I said, God, you failed. And God closed that door, and I tried to say something to the doctor. He said, I don't want to hear it. Well, that's not the end of the story. About a year later, Timmy was playing with a boy, and they each had a bush. And the boy slapped Timmy with the bush, and his eye was injured. His other eye was injured. So back to the doctor we go, different doctor. Back to the hospital we go, same hospital. He's put into the hospital, and the doctor explains to Nancy that when that happened, behind his eye, all kinds of things had happened. There were blood floaters and all kinds of things that happened. There were scratches on, on his uh, uh, lens. I believe there were scratches. Well, his eye was injured, so he was put into the hospital, and they were going to have to do surgery. So I went home, called my friends who prayed. I had other people praying for me when Timmy injured his eye the first time. Called them who prayed and went through that same routine. Went through that same routine. John, uh, thank you. And then, uh, hitherto of you asked nothing in my name. Claim that one. And I claimed these verses again. And so we went to the doctor again. And the doctor came out, and he was talking to Nancy, and he told him that things were stabilized. And he looked at that first injury, and the doctor said, whoever did that, it's a little scar in there, about a 32nd of an inch. It's a little scar on his eye, and it's in there. And uh, the doctor said, whoever did that did a real good job. And, and I said to Timmy, Timmy, tell the doctor about what happened. And Timmy looked at the doctor and said, Jesus did that. Jesus fixed it. And the doctor said, I believe that. I believe that. Now here's my point for you today. We all get smacked with things that come down the highway of life. We all have those experiences. It might be finances. It might be family. It might be one of a hundred thousand things. And sometimes when they hit us, we don't know what to do. Now let me say to you, give thanks. Learn to give thanks. Don't get angry with God like I did. Give thanks. Trust the Lord. I'm not saying that God will give you this. You know, God gave Moses the burning bush, didn't he? You know of anybody else God gave a burning bush to? 
God gave Paul a falling off of a horse going to Damascus. Do you know of anybody else that God gave that to? You look into the scripture and God gave certain ones certain things. God gave David a stone for a seven-foot giant. And the last thing that went through that giant's mind was David's stone. God, I don't know, gave that to anybody else. So God gives certain things to certain people. You take those things that God gives you and you thank God. You give thanks to God. And if you have to, you have to give thanks to God until God gives you a heart of thankfulness. I'm not saying God will do that for you. I'm not saying that God will do that for you. But I am saying that these are principles that I believe will help people in the Christian experience, will help them know how to combat things. Paul put great emphasis on prayer, the shield of faith. Paul put great emphasis on prayer. Above all, praying for us. Paul prayed. You know, Billy Graham was going to go to Scotland a long time ago to hold a crusade. And I had the opportunity to go down to the radio station where he was being interviewed on Face the Nation. And uh, after he was interviewed, the program was over. Billy Graham went around and he was shaking hands. There was quite a few people there in the, uh, in the room uh, watching that. And Billy Graham had going around to everyone, and everyone that Billy Graham went around to, he put his hand out and shook hands. He said, pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. And as you pray, learn to give thanks. Give thanks for all things. Let me have a word of prayer now. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the privilege of coming to you and of sharing these thoughts. I pray, Heavenly Father, that they were clear. I pray, Heavenly Father, that they were understandable. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that they were applicable to each one of the lives of the believers here in the Lord Jesus, because this is for, this is for Christians. Christians are the ones who have the privilege of, of praying. And I pray, God, that each person here will have that prayer privilege because they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Father, you know my condition, and I thank you for it. I'm not thankful for it, but I thank you. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that you'll bring me to that place that I might be thankful. It's going to be a tough one. This is a big one. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that you'll undertake. Lord, I know that you're able to do exceeding, abundance, above, Everything that we ask, that's prayer, or think, and that's meditate. And so, Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd have your own way. Now, the church is going to gather together around the table of communion, and they're going to remember, Heavenly Father, once again, what your blessed Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, did to make all of this possible. Because you gave him the cross, but you gave him the cross for me and for each one here. So honor yourself, glorify your word, in Jesus' name, amen.